Welcome to the Sunday morning podcast from Kingdom Faith Church in Horsham. This message is by Clive Urquhart. At the beginning of every year, we have a Vision Sunday. And today we're going to be looking at what God is saying about 2019. So we're going to start with 21 days of prayer and fasting. 21 days to have a personal, fresh encounter with Jesus. 21 days to have breakthrough in the life of the church. And 21 days to establish victory for the lost. God wants to meet with us in a really powerful way. So we're going to look at what God is saying and what does He want to do during 2019. There's going to be lots of next steps, lots of practical outwork into what He's saying. So let's really get stuck in to what He wants to do and say for 2019. Brilliant. Well, great to uh, see everybody. Happy New Year. We're going to have an amazing 2019 and the year ahead is going to be awesome. Been praying into that over the last few weeks and months and I'm excited about what God is saying. But really I'm excited about what God is going to do amongst us and then what's going to happen as a result. And so the first part of uh, this time, just want to set the scene a little bit with what I believe God is saying about this year, about 2019. Then we'll look at what our response is to what God is saying, but then also some real practical steps in relation to that. Now, we know that uh, in 2018, last year, we were living with this word about breakthrough and break out. And that came from 2 Samuel chapter 5, where the Philistines were coming against David. They wanted to, to take care of him, get rid of him before his kingship really was established. And we know that He went to the stronghold. He went to spend time with God to inquire of the Lord, to know what he should do. In that place of the stronghold, he heard from God. He acted upon what God said. And then he saw victory over the Philistines. He saw breakthroughs. And he called that place Baal Perazim, which means where the Lord breaks out. And so over the last 12 months, we've been living with this word breakthrough, breakout. We need to be in the stronghold, seeing breakthroughs, but then we need to do what God says. So we see him breaking out in the places where he wants to touch and transform people's lives. And so as we come into 2019, into this current year, I believe God isn't saying that that was a word for last year and it's done and dusted and finished. I believe God is saying that that word for 2018 was like him opening the door to a completely new season in our lives as a church and as individuals. And that 2019, we're going to step into that new thing that God is saying and doing. So it's going to require us to to really be responsive to what God wants to say, ready to respond to whatever he wants to do in and through our lives. So I'm excited about this. Now, one of the things that God said about 2018 and one of the large doors that God said needed to close was faith camp. Now, faith camp has, has been a huge part of kingdom faith for 36 years. But one of the words God gave us is, I want to shut one large door, but in a short space of time, I'm going to open a much larger door. Now, that larger door in 2019 is not filling the space with lots of events and just filling the diary with more stuff. Firstly, I believe that that large new door that God is opening and in the process of doing is, first of all, that we encounter God in a fresh way because that larger door is what God is doing by His Spirit, not just new events and new activities that we do instead of faith camp. 
God said that if we carried on faith camp, it would get in the way of what he wants to do. It would hinder his purposes, not serve them. And so in, in what God is saying to us, then we need to make space in our lives and as a church so that God can fill it. So that God can fill it with who he is in a fresh way. So he's working and moving in us in a completely new dimension of the Holy Spirit. So that what he then does, we then follow with whatever he wants us to be doing. So we don't just want to fill our time and fill the diary with stuff. The first part of this year is very much going to be pressing into God, encountering God in a fresh way. For there to be a completely new dimension of the Holy Spirit released in us and amongst us. And then therefore through us. And then we want to do whatever God says and whatever he opens up. We then want to walk with him through that door into everything that he wants to do. Amen. Amen. Brilliant. Now, we know that our nation is in a bit of a crossroads currently. All the stuff that was happening running up to Christmas uh, in Parliament with Brexit. And and obviously this month, January, we're going to see in some way or other how that's going to work out. Well, we know that we're living in a time that is pretty desperate in the nation, but a desperate time needs a faith-filled people. And we are that faith-filled people, along with other believers in the nation, that need to see God's overflowing, abundant life released into our nation. So if we're going to make space in our lives for God to fill, what does that look like? In Isaiah chapter 6, first few verses, I'm going to read them and then just say a couple of things that I believe God wants to do. Initially in this month of January, as we have 21 days of prayer and fasting, but what God's going to do to unlock what he wants to do for the rest of the year. So in Isaiah chapter 6, it's really the commission that God gave to Isaiah. And I believe God during these 21 days is going to commission us in certain ways. Commission us with his purposes. He's going to mandate us with stuff, but also he's going to commission us in terms of what that looks like in terms of impacting the world around us and even the nation. So let's have a look and see what it says in Isaiah chapter 6. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord seated on a throne, high and exalted, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were seraphs, each with six wings. With two wings they covered their faces, with two they covered their feet, and with two they were flying. And they were calling to one another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. At the sound of their voices, the doorposts shook and the temple was filled with smoke. Woe is me, I cried. I am ruined for I'm a man of unclean lips and I live among a people of unclean lips. And my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. Then one of the seraphs flew to me with a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with tongs from the altar. With it, he touched my mouth and said, See, this has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away and your sin is atoned for. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? And I said, Here am I, send me. Now there's two parts to what God is saying, I believe, through these scriptures to us. Firstly, he 
has a vision of heaven. He has a vision of what is going on around the throne, the worship, the adoration. And around the throne, there was this cry of holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. But then also in what they sang and what they were declaring in heaven, they then said, the whole earth is full of your glory. They didn't just say the whole of heaven is full of your glory, but the earth is full of your glory. In that moment, he then had an encounter with God. An angel came, touched his lips with a coal that came uh, from the throne of God and touched his lips. And he had an encounter with God that was a cleansing encounter, a purifying encounter. But what happened in him was then when God spoke, his immediate response was, yes, Lord. His immediate response was, if that's what you want, here am I, send me. If you want somebody who's available, here am I, send me. If you want somebody to serve you, here am I, send me. If there's something you want to outwork on earth, here am I, send me. But it came in the context of an encounter with God. And so I believe in these 21 days, as we launch into this season of prayer and fasting, that God wants to meet with every one of us in a very personal, unique and fresh way. I believe God is saying, put away your past experience of encountering me. Put away what you might have done as a church before in terms of encounters, but come with a fresh expectation that I'm going to do something completely new in your life that's going to be revolutionary. It's going to transform you in different ways spiritually, in your character, in your motives, in your heart, in your desires, in every way. I'm going to meet with you in a fresh way. I'm going to touch your lives. There's going to be some cleansing, some purifying, but also I'm going to release some things into your life that you're going to be able to run with me in a fresh way as individuals, but also as a church into the purposes that I have for you. I believe God is saying that he's setting the bar high in 2019 in terms of what he wants to accomplish and what he wants to do for us. And I believe he's saying to us, come on guys, take a hold of me, take a hold of what I say, take a hold of what I'm doing, believe it like you never have before, run with me like you never have before because there's awesome things I want to do in you and through you. Anybody believe that this morning? Brilliant. So he talks about, they, they, they were proclaiming that the earth was full of his glory and his response was, here am I, send me. So there's two things there. Firstly, for each one of us, a personal fresh encounter with God where he's going to reveal himself. And in relation to breakthrough and break out, that breakthrough is the stronghold, that place of inquiring of the Lord, that place of encountering God. So the 21 days of prayer and fasting is going to be like a, 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 a 21 days of the stronghold, 21 days of encounter where there's going to be breakthroughs in our lives, breakthroughs together as a church. But then it's going to lead to the response where he said, here am I, send me. And from this 21 days, that's going to be our response, I believe, as God works in our lives. Here am I, send me. So he wants us to become glory carriers because he's going to show himself to us in his Glory. He wants to reveal himself in that way to us. He wants to reveal his weightiness. He wants to reveal the light of who he is. He wants to reveal his nature and his character. The glory is really like the manifest presence of God released in our lives. So we're going to have some amazing times over these next 21 days. I hope you're excited and expectant for everything that God is going to be doing 
not just in the 21 days, but in the rest of the year. Now in Genesis 1, 27 and 28, it says there, so God created man in his own image, in his image, in the image of God, he created him male and female. God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Now, what did he want them to fill the earth with? Not just their kids. What he was referring to was he's created man in his image. Now, God is a God of glory. And he wanted man to share in his glory and to know him in his glory. So when he said he wanted man, husband and wife, Adam and Eve, to go and fill the earth, he was saying, I want you to fill the earth with my glory, with my revealed presence, my revealed nature. And so what I believe God wants to do in response to these scriptures we've been looking at, just to set the scene, is that God wants to meet with us in his glory during these 21 days. Why? Because he wants us to be carriers of his glory, carriers of his revealed presence out into the world, because God wants to fill the earth with his glory. That's his purpose. That's the purpose for the church, to be glory carriers, to reveal his nature, his character, his presence out into the world. And so that's, that's the bar that God is setting for 2019. Are you up for that? To be people of his glory, glory carriers out into the world. Now, if we really see his glory being revealed, I would say that is true breakout. That's true breakout there. Because when God reveals his glory, anything can happen. That's when lives get transformed. That's where communities get impacted. That's where towns and cities begin to be changed. Because God's glory is being revealed. God's manifest presence is tangible and transforming lives. So if that kind of sets the scene, what's our response to that then? Isaiah 54 verse 2 and 3 we're going to look at and, and just put some context on that. Verse 2 says, Enlarge the place of your tent. Make room. Give space for me to fill. Stretch your tent curtains wide. Spread out. Let me come and move in your life in a fresh way. Do not hold back. Don't let anything stop you and hinder you from meeting with me. So I believe God is, is uh, he's intent on encountering with us this month, let alone the rest of the year. He wants to start this year with a, with a bit of breakthrough and a bit of a bang in terms of what he does. So there's enlargement, stretching, don't hold back. So that, that needs to be our initial response to what God is saying about 2019. So as we kind of step into this 21 days of prayer and fasting, what's it for? It's 21 days of personal encounter. It's 21 days of breakthrough for us as a church. It's 21 days of victory for the nation and the lost. So why is it important that you have a personal encounter? Because you are the church. Why is it important that we break through together? Because we are the church together. And why is it important that we encounter God personally and we break through together because there needs to be victory in our nation, because there needs to be a spiritual awakening in our nation that's going to transform many lives. So we want to press into God this month so he can revive us in whatever way he wants to and needs to revive us. And then he can release us in whatever way he wants to release us. So we're going to be having encounter nights uh, three each week of these 21 days, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, every week for these three weeks. We want to give space for God to 
fill. We want to worship. We want to flow with him. We want to be open to whatever he wants to say and do prophetically. We want to be responsive. There'll be intercession, prayer. There'll be breakthroughs. I'm sure there'll be miracles during that time. Some of you might be thinking, oh, great, I could do it a bit of healing. Well, this month, you're going to get some healing, some stuff happen in your life. But let's, let's seek him and his righteousness and his kingdom first. And as we do that, there'll be a release in our own personal lives together. There's going to be some early morning prayer uh, during the weekdays. There's going to be some lunchtime prayer meetings uh, during the week. And we'll give you all the information for that so you know what's happening when. So God wants to not only break through in our lives during these 21 days and and release his spirit in a completely new dimension amongst us. During these 21 days, I believe God wants to speak into every one of our lives as well. How many of you know that when God speaks, he authors faith? So we're not going to live in 2019 just with hope of something that God might do. We want to live in a place of faith, knowing what God has said and how we are positioning our lives and everything to do with our lives to see what God has said outworked and taken taken place. So the stronghold is that breakthrough place, but we know that the the Baal Perazim is where God wants to outwork his purposes. That's where there's breakout. And so... What we've done is we, we've uh, made a, a, a kind of sheet, a worksheet, if we want to put it that way, uh, for everybody to be using and filling in during the 21 days of prayer and fasting. I believe God wants to speak to every one of us about next steps this month as we pray and fast. In relation to what he does and what he says, there's going to be things that we need to respond to, steps we need to take with faith in relation to what he's doing. So as we go through these three weeks, as God speaks to you and he's working in your heart, you can fill in different parts of the sheet that you have on on your seats that you can see in front of you. And it relates to different things in our lives because there's next steps we all need to take. Firstly, what's your next step in relation to, to God? Not just in these three weeks, but this year some of the next steps. There's things that God wants to say to each one of us so that we know this is what I'm going for in my relationship with God this year. This is what I'm going to push into and press into this year in God. There's next steps to do with your relationships with other people. He wants to speak to us about how we love one another in an even deeper way than we do. How do we relate to one another? How are we in covenant with one another? Whatever that's going to look like, God wants to speak to us about our relationships with each other. Because we know that Jesus said that if we love one another in the same way that he loved us, then the world's going to know that we're his disciples. There's going to be a breakout of God. So we want to be available to hear what God wants to say about our next steps in relationship with others. If you're married, what's your next steps this year in your marriage? What does God want to say to you? What does he want to work in your marriage in a fresh way? We know if you're married and you've got kids, if you've got a healthy, strong marriage, then we know family life is going to be strong. It's going to be healthy as well. So what's your next step in your marriage? What's your next step in your parenting? There's some things that you might need to, some help with, some equipping with in your parenting. What does that look like this year? Because we want to have healthy families because we're called to live prophetically to be an example to the world. What do healthy marriages look like? Husband and wife, man and woman. That's true marriage, biblical marriage. What does it look like with children in that context, living a prophetic lifestyle that, that says something to the world about what true family and marriage looks like. And we obviously express that as a church in terms of our church family. But then also, 
What's, on ne- what's the next step that God wants to show you about your workplace, where you work? What's the next steps there? How does God want to move and break out in the workplace? What's the next step in terms of your witness, sharing with your family or your friends or neighbours, work colleagues, whatever context that we're in? What's our next step in terms of our witness? What's our next step in serving in the life of the church? Uh, you know, we're a family. We are the church. Maybe there's some steps you need to take to serve on a Sunday. Uh, in some way or other say hey we're a family we're all here we're all part of this thing we will make it happen so there might be a next step of how you might want to serve and what God says maybe there's a next step in small groups maybe some of you have never been in a small group but actually that's where the heart of the relationships are in the life of the church and so some of you God say hey get plugged in relate at another level open up your heart and life in a fresh way so maybe there's some steps in small groups maybe some of you God's going to speak about leading small groups. Maybe you've been through freedom. You've had some training, equipping, some stuff that God's been doing in your life. And actually, it's time to step into some leadership, to co-lead or begin to lead something. There's next steps in all of our lives. And, And when God speaks, he authors faith in relation to what he's saying. It'd be easy to have a piece of paper and just jot down and say, well, I'd like this, I'd like that, I'd like the other. But if it's not authored by God, it's just hopes and dreams on a piece of paper. But when we encounter God and he speaks into our lives and he says things prophetically and he opens up the word and and he says stuff, it's like faith rises up and and, and a desire rises up then to want to live that way because God has made promises, God has spoken and then you set your life, you set your marriage, you set your family, to go on that course because God has spoken. And because God is leading us, we want to be led by him in our lives in those ways. So there's going to be loads of next steps in different ways. Without any goals, without any faith goals, we're not going to hit anything. And what does a faith goal do? A faith goal gives you something that you know you've heard from God on the inside and you say, that's what I'm going for, to see breakthroughs in this, in that, in the other, over here, over there, whatever it relates to. So let's, uh, let's engage with God during these few weeks. You know, fill in and write down whatever he's showing you, scriptures, prophetic words, pictures, visions, dreams, whatever happens as you encounter God over these few weeks so that we can move into this year with faith. So if that's some of our response individually in terms of what God's doing, what does it mean in terms of our next steps as a church in 2019? Well, if we carry on in Isaiah 54, it then says, lengthen your cords, strengthen your stakes. Lengthen your cords. We, we, last year in 2018, in relation to that, we believe God was saying our discipleship pathway that we've put in place is about lengthening the cords. Make sure God was saying to us, everything you have in place is for the harvest. Everything we're doing must be focused and geared towards the harvest. How many of you know that the church is not a club? Because a club is just focused around the membership. Whereas the church is not a club, it's a, a living organism of, of, of the expression of God's kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. And so we're not here for our own benefit. We're here for the benefit of everybody that is not yet born again, saved, healed, delivered, part of God's family, part of the church. And so that discipleship pathway is going to be key. And we'll go into a bit more of that in a few minutes. Then strengthen your stakes. We want, to, we want a greater strength and depth of leadership in the life of the church because as more 
more people get saved and added to the church. We need people to know how to make disciples. We need people to know how to lead others into the things of God. Then, then the next part of that verse is, for you'll spread out to the right and to the left. Now, God has given us a, a bit of a mandate and a commission to do with our back garden, the 25 mile radius, this region. And uh, some of that is establishing congregations around the area and uh, to reach people. And as God is working and moving, there's going to be an acceleration of how quickly that happens and how quickly we see that outwork. So I believe that God is in the end of last year, the end of 2018, it was like a, a greater depth of what God's doing, but, but there was like an acceleration, a sense of God is accelerating how quickly he's working and moving. And I believe as we, we step more into this year, we're going to see an acceleration of that as we go throughout the year. And therefore there'll be an acceleration and a greater depth, both working at the same time, that as people give their lives to the Lord, the depth of what God does and the speed of what he, he does is going to be like, wow, that person only got saved a little while ago, but look at the understanding they have. Look at what God is doing through their lives. Many of us that have been saved for longer, uh, you know, we're, we're going to see a greater depth, but an acceleration of how fast God is working through our lives. And, and it's going to be exciting what God does. And therefore, the speed at which leaders grow and develop and we are able to release people is going to accelerate as well. So everybody just turn to somebody else and say, 2019 is going to be a year of acceleration. Brilliant. But then the next part of the verse is your descendants will dispossess nations and settle in their desolate cities. So as well as God working in our lives individually, as well as working in us as a church, as well as us having a heart and vision and a passion for our 25 mile radius, God has also called us to impact and affect the nation and the nations. Only God can, can fulfill a call upon a body of people to do something that is just beyond their reach in the natural. It has to be a work of the Spirit. But as we press into God and as we break through with God, that will affect everything and everybody that is connected to kingdom faith in some way or other. Whether it's a partner in church, one of our other kingdom faith apostolic hubs around the country, whether it's relating church in other nations, overseas missions, no matter what it is, anything that then is in relationship with kingdom faith, there's a living reality, a spiritual reality that they will receive from what is happening amongst us. There'll be an impartation of whatever happens amongst us then gets released into every tentacle, every relationship, every connection with kingdom faith, wherever that is. So it's going to be exciting. Uh, to see what God does. So we want to see breakthroughs in the next generation in our children and young people. We want to see an acceleration of leaders being raised and developed. Some of that happens through our Accelerate program. Some of that is through the Bible college, training and equipping people in their lives to then be sent into whatever God has called them to, whether that is into a certain sphere of influence out in the world, whether it is in some kind of ministry within the church context, whatever that looks like, overseas workers and, and us, all of us just being equipped and sent into the, the, the places of influence, the workplace, business, politics, education, media, arts, wherever God wants his kingdom to be breaking out. We want to be where God wants us to be individually, but we also be, want to be where God wants us to be as a church. So there is that release in terms of what God is doing. Amen. So what is God doing? God wants to build around the Great Commission. 
the last thing that Jesus said to the disciples before he left them was, was all authority on he- in heaven has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach them to obey everything I've commanded you and I'll be with you to the very end of the age. So what was Jesus saying to these guys? The last thing, the thing he mandated them with, commissioned them with. He said, look, all authority in heaven has been given to me. Now with that authority, I'm commissioning you to go with that authority. Now go in my name with that anointing, with that authority and go and make disciples. And he says there to teach them to obey. The word teach them means to show by example. And so that's why it's important that what God does this month in our lives isn't just to be kept into in 21 days, but it's going to release something into the rest of the year that we're then going to begin, we're going to live in the good of and see the outworking of, but it's going to change our lifestyles. What people get saved into is what they become. And so we want people to be getting saved into a body of people that love Jesus with everything they have. Love one another with everything that we have. And we're living in a way that honours God, glorifies God, pleases God. And therefore people get saved into that. And they, they then say, wow, this is what it looks like to be a Christian. This is what it looks like to be part of the church. And so they get saved into something that is on the move with God. Amen. So around that Great Commission, God has given us a bit of a blueprint. And we spoke a lot more about that last year in 2018. I just want to remind us at the beginning of 2019 this year about this this pathway, this discipleship pathway that God has put in place. And I know many of you will know this well, but maybe some of you haven't heard this much if you're new to the church. There's four key steps to this discipleship pathway. The first one is to know God, relationship with Him, people being born again to know God. The second one is to live in freedom, to make sure that we are free from our past, that the past is gone, it's dead, it's buried, it's been crucified. The enemy has no hold on our lives any longer so that we live in true freedom. We live in who we are in Christ as sons of God, as children of God. Then the third step was to discover your purpose. That as we're, as we're growing in God, we then discover who we are, not just in Him, but what the giftings are, the graces are in our lives, so that we can then be released into things where we can then make a difference, which is the fourth step. And so it's a very simple pathway. Know God, live in freedom, uh, discover your purpose to then make a difference. And what we want to do is make sure that every person in the life of the church, whether you've been here a long time or whether you're new to the church and everybody in between, we want to make sure you know where you are on that pathway, that you're growing as a disciple, but also you're helping others to grow as disciples. So in whatever you're getting involved in, you're helping to make disciples. Maybe some of you are at a point where you're helping to grow and release leaders. Why? Because we want to be a growing church because we are reaching people. People's lives are being transformed and therefore we're moving forward in everything that God is doing and saying into our lives. Now, there's loads of opportunities to be involved in things. But what we don't want to do as a leadership is just try and set up lots of things and say, who would like to do this? Who would like to do that? Your growth and how you grow as a disciple is down to how much you engage with God and how much you engage in the life of the body and how much you respond to what God is saying to you in your life. As a church, as a leadership, we want to create a great environment, a great culture for people to be able to plug into God and and grow with one another and grow in their lives and move forward. But 
we all know that it takes each one of us to take responsibility in our own lives so that then we can grow in the way that God wants us to grow. So there's opportunities to be involved in lots of those steps in that pathway. And those next steps are going to be really important for every one of us as God speaks to us. So maybe some of you are going to get involved in freedom for the first time. You're going to go through freedom in a freedom small group. Maybe some of you have been through the freedom small group in the encounter already and you're saying, hey, I'd love to be a co-leader in a group. Maybe others of you, you've been a co-leader and said, I'd love to lead a freedom small group. Maybe some of you have been through all of the, the freedom and what it does in, in people's lives, what God does. And you're saying, hey, I'd love to lead a small group. I've got this on my heart. Or I'd love to be part of this or that. And that's what we want to release people into. What are you running with? What's your heart and passion? What is God saying? And we want to help release you into that because that's where you're going to be fruitful. That's where you're going to be fulfilled. And, uh, and so it's going to be exciting to see what opens up in all of our lives. There's other areas, battlefield of the mind, um, areas of, of um, financial freedom, uh, other areas of short courses that we're going to be doing during this summer in relation to marriage, parenting, prayer academy, sharing your faith, how to be, how to witness, pastoring in the truth, how to see people set free in different ways. We, we want to help equip people by being part of those short courses in the summer. There are still going to be small groups during that time that you can be in a small group. But if you want to go to a short course and get some kind of... Uh, accelerated input into your life if we could put it that way then we're going to be doing that in the summer so that you can have healthy marriages healthy parenting you're going to be equipped how to pray more effectively uh, how to share your faith and really see people getting saved now put all of that in the context of what the Holy Spirit is going to be doing this year it's going to be exciting anybody believe that this morning brilliant so what's the best way to grow and move forward Get involved. Just get plugged in. Do something. God can guide a moving object, but if you stand still, he can only point you in the right direction. So whatever God says to you in these next 21 days, whatever he speaks to you about, about next steps, just take it. However many they are, take them, take them, take them. Because as you take those steps, you're going to find stuff's happening in you. And, and you'll find some stuff comes up maybe that challenges you and you're going to have to trust God in a fresh way. But more, more than that and more fulfilling than that is what you then begin to see God do through your life. It's like, wow, God is awesome. He's amazing. And he proves who he is in your life. And that's when you see the reality of faith being outworked in a very personal way. So there's going to be loads of opportunities, not just to be trained and equipped, but also to be part of a leadership team or part of outworking some of this training and equipping in people's lives over the next uh, 12 months. Now, within all of that, we have a huge heart for the next generation, for our young people and our children. And some of the prophetic words we've had over the years as Kingdom Faith have been how much God wants to do through the next generation. Now, we know with Faith Camp, a lot happened with young people and children in that context. And as we said before, God doesn't just want to bless a lot of people in one week. He wants to bless and reach and transform thousands every week. And so we just want to take a few moments and, and just hear from Dave Hellier, who's our children and youth director. And we just want to hear a little bit about what God is wanting to say and do amongst the younger generation this year as part of this that we're sharing today, but some of the practical steps of how that's going to be outworked. So uh, let's just have a listen to Dave and what God's been showing him for 2019. 
2019, we'll be continuing to build on the firm foundation of faith in the lives of our children and young people, supplementing the work that's already been done by the parents at home. Our youth and children's team take the charge seriously from Proverbs 22 to train up a child in the way they should go so that when they're old, they will not depart from it. We count it a privilege to walk alongside our young people and children as they grow, encouraging them to build, like the wise builder in Matthew 7, on that firm foundation of Christ's teaching. We know that the storms of life can come, but we also know that a life built on that rock will weather that storm. We want to see our young people know Jesus and make him known to those around them, safe in the knowledge that God is good and that their lives matter to him. Grace and peace. It's so good to have people that are anointed and called in grace like Dave and all of the youth and children's team that have a massive heart for the, the younger generation. Just the giftings, the anointings, the heart that our youth and children's team have. They are amazing guys and, and we want to encourage them. We want to champion them and also give you guys the opportunity that you might be sitting there thinking, well, I, I think I might have a heart for young people. or I'd love to invest in the next generation, the children, but I don't, is that possible? Can I do that? Absolutely. Uh, you know, I, one of the best things you can do is invest in the next generation. As a parent, you, you, one of the, the, the main responsibility you have is to invest in your children so that as they grow and as they grow in relationship with God, they're not going to depart from that years down the line. But God's going to so fashion and form who he is in them that they, they begin to impact the world around them as they grow and they get older and it continues for the rest of their lives. That's what we want to see happening in our children and young people. So if you might even have an inkling and you're thinking, actually, I'd like to have a chat with Dave or one of the youth team, then, then do that, okay? Because you might be surprised what God can do through your life to invest in the, the children and young people in our church because they're significant. They're the church today and not just the church of tomorrow. Amen. Amen. Brilliant. Now, there's, uh, there's, there's also, as well as Faith Camp uh, finishing last year and us needing to make space for God to do something completely new, uh, also uh, the She Conference last year was the last She Conference that we're having um, Jane and Katie, who lead the women's ministry in the life of the church, after the She Conference last year, both of them felt at the same time that uh, that, that was the last She Conference. And again, needing to make space for God to do something new, not just events and activities, but giving him space to release what he wants to do amongst us so that then God forms what that new looks like. So some of that is going to unfold and become clearer as the year goes on. In, because of what the Holy Spirit is doing in the same way that we're not filling the diary with loads of stuff in the church this year because at this stage we want to make sure we're giving space for God to do whatever He wants to do. That's why we have to take some of our paradigms off. And so if God's going to move, then I think it should look like this, this and this or is it going to look like that, that and that. I think God wants us to say, okay, Holy Spirit, you want to do something totally new. If it's totally new, it's untrodden paths. It's uncharted waters. So take us where you want to take us and then show us what that looks like on the way. So yes, there'll still be some encountering times because part of the DNA of who we are is to encounter with God. So there'll still be some times of encounter for the women locally in congregations, but also coming together. 
There's reaching out to those that are unsaved in the regular uh, evenings there are to reach ladies that are unsaved. And they're things that God already has been speaking about coming into 2019. What it, what it means is when we do stuff that we know God's already been speaking about, we're going to just see him work on a completely different level because of what the Holy Spirit is doing. So 2019 is going to be a year dependent on the Holy Spirit, not on past experience, not on how good we are at maybe doing certain things. We want to be totally dependent on the Holy Spirit in 2019. So one of the words God gave uh, the ladies was to throw the nets on the other side and uh, and... How many of you know when God says that he's going to fill the nets with people? And that's then going to mean quite a bit of work because it means discipling people. But it's going to be exciting what God does in people's lives. Now, with a 25-mile radius, God gave us a word. Uh, some of you are going to know this. Maybe some of the, the newer ones amongst you, you're not necessarily going to know this. But God spoke to us about the 5,000, feeding the 5,000. 5,000 men and their households were fed that day. 15,000, 20,000 people. God spoke to us a couple of years ago and said that the 25 mile radius is about reaching 5,000 households. And so in Numbers 13, 30, when Caleb and Joshua were were saying to the the people of Israel, come on, we we can go into the land. There might be giants, there might be challenges, but they said we should go up and take possession of the land for we can surely do it or certainly do it. Why? Because they believe what God said. Everything in the natural said, that's ridiculous, that's impossible. But how many of you know, when God speaks, his word is bigger than the natural. And so they live with the bigger word of what God had said on the inside than what they saw on the outside. That's why they could say, come on, let's go into everything God has said. So we're going to continue to push into and go into the 25 mile radius. And so what we're going to do now for a few minutes is just hear from uh, Pastor Rohan, who leads the Crawley Congregation. We're going to hear from Pastor Jonathan, who leads the Worthing Congregation. And we're going to hear from Pastor Kevin, who leads the Burgess Hill Congregation. And so we're just going to hear a bit from these guys in a few minutes. What is on their heart for 2019 in, the, in these different towns in our 25-mile radius? Hi, everybody. We were thrilled and excited about what God was doing in our lives in 2018. Lots of stuff going on through our impact prayer, through Alpha, people giving their lives to Jesus. But we are even more excited in anticipation of 2019. We know that this is a time for us to take a next step within our community, to mobilise a lot more influential small groups, a lot more leadership, a lot more through Alpha. Alpha begins in February. We're excited about that. But also in terms of how God wants to influence Worthing and surrounding area. So we are actively involved in praying for our town, in meeting with God for our town, in reaching out to those who don't know God yet in our town. And we're excited about how God is empowering us and mobilising us in 2019 to go and make a difference for God. And we are so, so excited about being part of what God is doing across this region. So thank you and we welcome you to be part of the journey together. Amen. Hi, last year in 2018, I believe God did a lot with us in Crawley. But this year in 2019, I believe he wants to do a lot, lot more in us and through us. I believe this year is all about us discovering our purpose and then being equipped and released to make a difference in the lives of those around us and in our town and in our congregation. 
God wants to use us and wants us to be more fruitful than ever before. He may ask people to start a small group or to co-lead or lead a freedom group or to just bring someone along to Alpha or serve on a Sunday morning in one of the teams. But whatever we're doing, it's all contributing to make a difference in the lives of people around us. And that's what I believe 2019 is going to be all about. Sharon and I are really looking forward to this new year in Burgess Hill, a year where God continues to break through and break out as each of us take our next steps in our journeys with Him. We've seen a lot happen in 2018 where we ran successful Alpha courses, people gave their lives to God and got plugged into our small group right away. God has given us such a strong passion and desire to see the town completely transformed for His glory. He's given us this picture where the streets of Burgess Hill are completely flooded with water and boats are on the streets with the nets full, simply saying, I will make you fishers of men. So our hearts in 2019 is to really see growth in Burgess Hill, to see a harvest of people completely devoted to Him. Practically, it means we've just launched our second small group and we'll run Alpha again in February. We're really looking forward to this new year and to see everything that God has for us in Burgess Hill. It's exciting to hear what we are running with as a church in the 25 mile radius and what we've just heard from these guys and the heart and the passion they have for the towns where they are and the people that are there. And it's going to be exciting that as we're one church and then going to be in four locations, that there's going to be many, many more. Maybe even by the end of this year, there'll be some more. Who knows what's going to accelerate this year as the Holy Spirit does stuff. That's why at this moment we haven't sat down and said, right, should we do a fifth congregation in 2019? It's like, okay, Holy Spirit, if you're going to go deeper and you're going to accelerate what you're doing, then we don't want to plan ahead of you. We want to make sure we get on the train that you bring into the station and that we don't get on one earlier because we're impatient and want to do something in our own strength. We want to make sure we get on the right train at the right time that you are taking us forward in terms of what you are doing. So it's going to be exciting to see what is outworked in in Crawley, Worthing, Burgess Hill and Horsham and in other parts of the 25 mile radius this year. How many of you are excited about what God's going to do where you are in your congregation? I mean, it's going to be powerful. It's going to be awesome. Now, also, we know we're called to the nation and we have three apostolic hubs around the nation. We have Kingdom Faith in Yorkshire, which is based in Scarborough. We have Kingdom Faith in the Southwest, which is based in Taunton. And we have Kingdom Faith in London, uh, which primarily meets in the centre of London. But we have people who live around London. And God is, is, is developing all three of those places, apostolic hubs. And as he's working and moving there uh, over a period of time, we'll begin to plant out and develop out other things from those apostolic hubs. But uh, just before Christmas, uh, myself and Jane, Pastor Colin and uh, Simon Coles, we were up in Scarborough and we met with all the, the different leaders from those apostolic hubs. And we had 24 hours together. And just with some of the stories of what God is doing in those respective places, it it is exciting what is happening. Just the impact in the local community, the favour there is with the local authorities and and different agencies in the towns and and even in London, in Parliament and in different places. And, And it's like going forward, not just in those places, but also here in our 25 Morales, in Kingdom Faith, 
the, the, the influence and the impact that we have is not just going to be in a church setting. Historically, God has done amazing things in the church in different ways over the history of kingdom faith to help the church be revived and renewed in different ways, to equip the church to be effective where it is. But I think as, as we're going forward, as well as still impacting the church, God is also turning us inside out, which he's been doing for a long time. But I believe some of the fruit and impact and influence is going to be out there in spheres of influence. And what kingdom faith looks like going forward is not just going to be a a 21st century version of what it has been in the past, but to the church in the 21st century, but actually being very relevant to the world in seeing God's purposes outworked in different key areas. Anybody believe that this morning? So God's called us to impact the nation and the nations in different ways. And so there's relationship in other nations with relating churches and, uh, and as well as influencing different nations and ministry going out and working in that context, God's also called us in relation to Israel to be a lead boat in the UK. And the word that God gave us was that we're to be a lead boat that gives a biblical understanding of Israel to the church in the UK. Now, we've been on a journey, as many of you know, for quite a few years now, what that actually looks like and means. And we've been getting a greater understanding ourselves in relation to God's plan and purpose for Israel and the Jewish people. We've been sharing that and teaching that in the church for, for many years now. But also God has been connecting us with others in this nation that have the same heart as we do because God seems to be kind of speaking to others and putting the same heart for Israel, the Jewish people and his purposes in others. So we're beginning to work with others together uh, uh, to really two things primarily do. Firstly is to reach church leaders and help them to have a biblical understanding, a revelation of what God says about Israel. What does that mean biblically? And then what does that mean now today in a modern day context? What does that mean in terms of God's plan and purposes? But also uh, God spoke to us that as well as reaching church leaders, we're ready to reach the next generation with with God's heart for Israel, both biblically, historically. And uh, what does that mean now for them today? And what does that look like? So we, we don't make Israel the focus, okay? But where is Israel and God's purposes in the plan of his overall salvation that he is out working on the earth? What does that mean for us as individual believers? What does that mean for us as the church in relation to God's plan and purposes for Israel? What does that mean in terms of Jesus coming back and, and our living kind of expectation that he could come back any time? Because if we live with that kind of expectation, then that will change the way we live. It changes our lifestyle. If it's like, well, if he could be coming back imminently, then we don't just want to be busy doing things in our own lives. We want to make sure we are doing everything that God calls us to be doing. So in regards to Israel, as well as that, that being a biblical understanding, which we're not the only people doing that, but we're on a journey with that ourselves. God is also growing relationship with the Israel embassy in London and also with the Jewish community in different ways. And uh, we're, we've got some, even some meetings this month taking place uh, with different people from the Jewish community uh, to move those relationships forward in terms of what God wants to, to do. We also have grown relationships with, with leaders in 
Israel itself, uh, leading congregations, leading different ministries and people of different leadership in different spheres. And, and, and God seems to be just connecting us and it's all part of his purposes. And on one level, maybe Jane and I seem to be more on the, the front end of that initially in terms of those relationships and contacts. But it's, it's part of who we are as kingdom faith and I know many of you have a heart for Israel. I know many of you are praying into God's plan and purposes for Israel, the Jewish people, and, and what God's doing in Israel, not just for the Jews, but also Arabs that need to be born again, Muslims that need to be born again. But we know that many of you are praying and got a heart for Israel. But So maybe Jane and I are a bit more on the front end of that, initially opening in things up, but it's going to mean a greater involvement for who we are as a church in these different areas and different ways as these things develop. Many of you know last year we hosted the first Jerusalem prayer breakfast in London, the first one that actually had happened outside of Israel. And we're going to be hosting another one this year in November. And so we're, we're just beginning to be putting plans and, and things together for that in terms of what that's going to look like. And that's going to be bringing together uh, leaders from the Jewish community, also Christian leaders from different areas like the church, business, media, and, uh, and politics uh, in different ways, bringing these guys together, praying uh, in regards to Israel and, uh, and Jerusalem, but also building relationships between the Christians and Jewish leaders uh, in this nation as well. So that's going to be another significant event taking place towards the end of the year. One or two other things that we have throughout the year, one or two days on Israel where we're, we're working with others and partnering with others that we're going to host uh, at different points during the year. But something else that's also developing that began kind of just get established just before Christmas was uh, uh, some friends of ours uh, in Norway that we've known for many, many years who have a heart for Israel. Uh, we're we're in the, right in the process now of setting up an organisation. It's not going to be an Israel ministry. It's an organisation that's going to become like a resource base that's going to connect lots of people around the, the world in different nations who have a heart for Israel. And we want to connect lots of different people that are church leaders, people that have got loads of different resources that might be working individually in their nations. But we want to be like a hub to bring resources together and work together with people from many different nations around the world to then help resource the church around the world uh, particularly gearing towards the younger people, the next generation, uh, as well as church leaders, a primary focus on the next generation to help bring a real biblical understanding of Israel to the church around the world. Now that sounds a, a bit big, but uh, God's been speaking to us, these guys that we'll be working with in Norway and others that we're also connected to that will, will come on board as well because God wants to do something across the nations. Yeah. Anybody believe that? Yeah. Now God said he's going to begin, he's opening a, a larger door and there's going to be a whole number of things behind that larger door. And we believe that this kind of thing is part of that. And without going into too much details, we needed a certain uh, amount of money to, to establish this organisation, about £20,000 to establish it. And amazingly, God's already provided five times or four times that amount in, in pounds to be able to establish that as, a, as an organisation that's going to resource. Um, the money's not coming to Kingdom Faith, it's coming into that organisation. But it's amazing how when, when God wants to do something, He seals it with His approval. And, and one of the ways He does that is, is from a financial point of view. So that's going to be exciting going forward in terms of um, Israel-related things. But it's not just Israel over there. 
It's, it's what is he doing? Why is Israel so central? Why is Israel so central to God's purposes? And what does that mean for us as the church and as believers all over the world? So God wants to work in our lives this year individually. He wants to work in us as a church. He wants to work through us individually and through us as a church. That expression is going to be seen in many different ways, in our personal witness, in how we are as a church, in our community, in our towns, in the 25 mile radius, what that looks like in the nation through Kingdom Faith, not just through us, but the other Kingdom Faith hubs, what that looks like overseas in other nations. So it really is local to global in terms of what God wants to do and what he's called us to For us, we just want to make sure we are where God wants us to be in our response to him and then what he calls us to step into this year. So all of us are going to have next steps. Your next step might look different to my next step. But I believe there's not just going to be one next step in each of our lives, but many next steps as we listen to the Holy Spirit and he shows us what he wants to do in and through our lives. So I'm looking, for, uh, to, I'm looking forward to this year being an even greater year of breakthrough and breakout than 2018 was. This year, uh, uh, there's such a sense of the Holy Spirit is, is, is just going to be going beyond our, our expectations, beyond what we're asking and imagining, because that's what the Word says. And, and that's what I'm expecting this year. How about you? Yeah. A year that is beyond what we're asking and imagining. Amen. Amen. Let's just pray together. Father, we thank you for 2019. We thank you for all that you are mandating us with for this year. But Father, I thank you. You want to meet with us in this next 21 days. You want to encounter every one of us personally. You want to break through amongst us as a church. You want to establish things that are going to affect the nation and the lost. Father, we're daring to believe you want to do big things in us and through us. You're a big God and you always give big vision. And so, Father, I thank you for the grace during this 21 days that whatever you've spoken to each one of us over the last few weeks about what we're to fast in terms of food, what we're fasting in terms of other things, I thank you for your grace that enables us to fast, that we would meet with you, encounter you, move forward in you. And Father, I thank you for speaking to us about all the next steps that you're going to speak about. I thank you for the faith that you're going to release to take those steps, to move into those things. Father, I thank you that whenever you want to grow us and move us forward, you're going to say things to us that we're going to like, wow, I'm going to have to trust God to step into that. But I thank you. That's what you love to see happen in, your, in our lives. Your, your, your children, your sons and daughters, believing who you are, knowing you and then taking steps because you're leading us into new things. So, Father, I thank you for a fresh anointing, a fresh release of your Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you for 2019 being a year of breakthrough and breakout. Father, we thank you for people's lives being reached and transformed in a way that we've never seen before. We thank you for more people getting baptised in water this year because of the salvations. More people coming into freedom because of what you're doing in their lives. We thank you for breakthroughs and breakouts in this nation beyond the church walls, but out in communities out in towns, out in regions around the nation. Father, we thank you. We praise your awesome name for an unprecedented year in 2019. And Father, we want this year to be a year of your glory being revealed. So would you work amongst us in these next three weeks, that it would be three weeks of encountering you in your glory, so that your revealed nature, character, your revealed presence is at work in us.
us amongst us. You would literally walk amongst us, Father, that we'd be in awe of you, in reverence of you. We would live in fear of you, Father, saying, God, I want to live in obedience to you because I love you and because of who you are and what you're doing in my life. So, Father, we give you all the glory before anything has even happened in 2019. We give you all the praise for 2019 as to what you are going to be doing. And we praise your wonderful, mighty name. And everybody shouted. Amen. 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 Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources from Kingdom Faith and our other audio and video podcasts, please visit www.kingdomfaith.com.